0: Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul, and today's inspiration comes to you from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Believe in Angels. This new best-selling collection of stories is filled with amazing coincidences, divine intervention, and all kinds of surprising spiritual events. And today's stories are about a couple of miracles that will give you goosebumps. In our first story, Leo Pacheco tells us about the day when he was driving his mother, sister, and grandmother 70 miles from Denver back to their small mountain community. His mother had the heat turned up high, and everyone fell asleep as they journeyed home. The heat was getting to Leo, too. He was feeling nauseated and lightheaded. They were navigating a treacherous mountain pass, and Leo decided to turn off the heat and open the window a bit to let in some cool air. And that's the last thing he remembers before awakening to the horrific sound of metal being peeled back like a banana and glass pelting him in the face. It turned out they had gone off the road and over a cliff but had been stopped by a tree. Leo's grandmother was thrown from the back seat and farther down the mountainside. Leo heard his sister screaming from the back seat. She was okay though, no serious injuries. But Leo's mother and grandmother were a different story. He didn't know where his mother was, but he could see his grandmother below them on the slope, so he slid down to her through the snow. Leo says, she was unconscious and lying on her back. As I tried to ensure she was okay, I felt a hand on my right shoulder. I looked to see a gentleman with olive-colored skin, dark curly hair, and light brown eyes looking at me. He wore a white t-shirt and white jeans. Calmly, he said, I'll take care of her. Go find your mother. I wasn't sure who he was or where he came from because he was there mere seconds after I arrived at my grandmother's side. Yet I felt assured he was there to help. Leo left his grandmother then and went back up the mountainside to look for his mother. He looked back and saw the man in white bending over his grandmother and talking to her so Leo felt reassured that she was in good hands. A firefighter came over to him and asked if he was okay, and Leo said he was fine, and the firefighter should go down and help the man who was with his grandmother. That's when the firefighter said there was no one with Leo's grandmother and that he was the only responder on the scene. Leo looked again and saw his grandmother was indeed alone, just as he had left her, but without that man in white and then he went and found his mom, and he was with her when she died, and then he and his sister were taken away by ambulance, leaving their mother's and grandmother's bodies behind. Leo says, I will never forget the face or features of the olive-skinned, dark-haired angel sent to walk my grandmother home and offer me comfort in my hour of need. Knowing she was not alone brings me comfort to this day. John Kevin Allen shares another story with us from our Believe in Angels book. John is a pastor, so he has been there for many deaths, and he tells us about one such time when a man named Lewis lay dying in his hospital bed. He was a handsome man in his late 70s. His family, which was gathered around him, had requested a chaplain to be with them. And John says it was his privilege to support them during this sacred time. Lewis's breaths started coming further apart because the dying process had begun. The family held his hands and they were quiet as they waited with him. John stepped away from the bed to give the family some privacy, and then he felt a presence next to him, but no one was there. After a few minutes, John felt the presence again, but there was still no one there. John says, I had never experienced anything like this before and I wondered if I was imagining things. I focused my meditative state to sense what was there. The presence felt non-threatening. In fact, it felt kind and even amiable in a casual way, as though we were old friends. I decided to reach out to whatever or whoever this was next to me. John asked who was there, and the presence warmly replied, You know who I am, chaplain. John says, I felt goosebumps when I realized this was the companion who would accompany Lewis to his afterlife. Some might refer to this presence as the Grim Reaper or the Angel of Death, but the presence was nothing so dramatic. It was as though another chaplain was standing with me, someone who cared about this family and Lewis. Then John heard the family talking about a daughter who hadn't arrived yet. She was still 15 minutes away and she might not get there in time. John asked the presence if he could wait for the daughter to arrive, and he said yes. Well, the daughter finally arrived and rushed to her father's bedside, and after she told him that she loved him, he took his last breath. John says, days went by, and I began to think the experience was just a figment of my imagination, a bit of wishful thinking. I had coffee with a friend who was a hospice chaplain and mentioned my experience. I said it was probably nonsense and expected her to laugh or be dismissive, but she was unfazed. His friend said to him, I sense them all the time. You spend enough time around death and dying, and you'll experience all kinds of things if you pay attention. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Believe in Angels, go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there, and you can check out the front and back covers and read more about it. You'll find it wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And if you want to read stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, you can sign up for our daily newsletter and get a story in your email inbox every day, including stories from this new book. Just head over to our website, chickensoup.com and click on the newsletter sign-up option. You can also follow me on Twitter where my handle is at Amy Newmark and you'll see links to our free stories and to this podcast. And don't forget that you can become a Chicken Soup for the Soul contributor too. Click on submit your story on our website to see how it works. Half of the stories in this new book are from storytellers who are new to the Chicken Soup for the Soul family. And please come back for our next episode to hear two stories from our new book about grieving, loss, and healing. These are stories about continuing the relationship with your loved ones after they're gone. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.